Warning, this episode will be talking about Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, and cussing our minds out. Fuck yeah. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Stay a While and Listen. Uh, this week it's just going to be uh, Candace and myself again. We're going to just kind of bullshit about uh, races and classes and Magic the Gathering decks and what it means about you. <laughs> Isn't that right, Candace? Well, yes, and the fact that we're not sure where Matt is right now. We're not sure if he's fallen down a well or if he forgot to take his bathroom buddy with him because we all know if you don't go with, you know, buddy, you fall in. Oh, see, I <laughs> promise. I think he was leaving breadcrumbs to, to to lead him out, but he took his little dog with him and the dog was eating the breadcrumbs. That dog is an asshole. What uh, dog isn't an asshole? Even yours is. It's dogs. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is why I'm a cat person. I'm more of a cat person than a dog person. I can tolerate dogs. My cat's an asshole, though. There's a reason we call him the center block. I don't know how many times I've woken up with what looks like night terrors, but it's actually just a cat laying on my legs. <laughs> uh, on a serious note, just kind of throwing it out there, uh, Matt reached out to me uh, during the week uh, asking what it would take for us to record him remotely, and that was a good positive side effect, or side Side note. But then he was talking about trying to use his laptop's built-in microphone, and I just face-planted hard. Uh, These are USB mics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And most laptops have USBs, even Apple products. Yep. For those PC Master Race people out there, yes, we still use USBs. Yeah, it wouldn't take him but uh, five minutes worth of playing around to take his mic from here to to his house and record remotely. Yeah, but he's also on house lockdown due to his job. This is very true. Very, very true. He has a husband. Yeah, and the, the one the joke I made is his husband could go to Best Buy, spend ten dollars on a set of Skull Candy inlines, and it would be a huge step up. Yeah, it would. At least over a built-in lap uh, mic. Anyway, nobody <laughs> nobody cares about this. Nobody gives a hot damn about this. I don't know. He is our comedic relief. This is very true. They they're probably missing him. Uh we're we're so sorry. We're dull. Uh, we make far fewer penis jokes. Tasha should be back next week, and uh, she makes cute noises and uh, she does makes people smile. So maybe maybe you guys are enjoying that. Um, huh? Could huh? be worse. I could be stuck recording this by myself, and I know I'm the dry one. <laughs> oh come on! You know that you wrote seven pages worth of script and was done with it in like three minutes. Yeah, you're sadder than a seventeen-year-old who just discovered that Jergens helps. Ooh, that hurts. Plus <laughs> <laughs> uh, <boy>, score one. <laughs> now, so I thought we'd uh, kind of take one of the things off the list and smush them together. Uh, race and class and games, what it says about the person. And then because we've been on the kick lately, uh, we'd throw in the magic gathering. Because, you know, I... I crumpled. I enjoy paper magic because 
I'm that person that likes books because of book smell and library and tactile. So while ebooks are tempting and audiobooks are lazy, but damn good entertainment, I am a physical person, but I cracked and downloaded Magic Arena. This is not sponsored. <laughs> but if they want to, they can send money to <laughs> <laughs> P.O. Box. My contact information is in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad game, honestly. I Downloading it, going through the tutorial... And the walking points that they give you, it's nice the way they break it down, because first, here's just crushing, you know, bashing heads with creatures. Then they introduce, I think it's like, uh... Enhancements or auras and... No. Uh, was it enchantment auras? I think so. Wasn't it building up, making your things bigger? Yes. I don't know. And then they made Okay. I only... I only finished a little white prologue and got to choose your deck color and played one more game, and then yeah, I was it, like, I'm done for now. Uh, I remember that the second one was playing against red, which, like, you know, had smashed No, when No, when it split up to the four colors or whatever, you could pick which, Oh, that's whichever. the color challenge. Oh. Okay, yeah. well, that's as far as I got. No, no. The intro was literally, like, the first cards that you got were just, you know, white weenies, and then you got, like, token things and then you learned how to use instance against the black person then you learned how to use sorceries against the blue person yeah. and then you fought Nicol Bolas you know who, yeah, yeah. Hmm. it's like oh I beat the big bad no, no you didn't you didn't play against real blue <laughs> I hate blue decks. So do I. No, funny story. So, you know, uh, Friday Friday Night Magic. We've already gone through and we've played everything. Our story right now is modern is dead with us right now. It's the format is just now. Um, it's EDH because. We do pods of four, everyone. It's a little bit more chill. We do build more tuned decks. I don't think anyone is walking in there with their $5,000, you know, ooh, I went on turn two deck. Some people do own those, but they're not playing them because they don't want to be that guy, you know. But uh, we're, it's after everything has been passed out, and we're sitting down to a game, and I'm I'm playing my Rakdos coin flip deck, and my husband, he's playing, I think, green-white token something. He plays tokens in life, Dan. And one of the other people is playing this green-white-red... I don't even know what it would be classified as. But he's playing it, and every time it gets to his turn... He's taking five minutes. And this isn't the person that's taking five minutes to examine the board and play a land and then hit somebody with a monster. Self-chaining? Yeah. No. This is the person that is going through and going, 
Okay, so this is getting sacrificed, so I'm searching through my deck, and I'm pulling out this card, and this card triggers this card, and then I'm tapping this, and I'm tapping more land for this, and then this card triggers this card, and I go searching for this. And after about two, three turns of this, and the first game, we discovered that the deck had a new way of going infinite. Because it was a weird kiki-jiki loop and something created infinite mana. Gotta love those. I mean... Yeah. I when, mean, you, when you find something new, your deck does. It's really fun to just um, look for it. Not gonna comment... It. Not gonna be a complete asshole. The deck that I want to build for taking up to the shop has two instant wins. One is an sure. infinite damage and one is a... Oh, half my damage and double your damage and this card taps for every opponent to lose half their life. My Rakdos deck has two instant wins. Yeah. It's... It, it, there's, yeah. In a hundred card deck, that's not necessarily... Bad. It's... Terrible. A, ooh, it's a... Bonus. It's a shiny, I want to show you I can do this. Yeah. It's the, I wonder how often I can pull this off kind of thing. But he's playing this about the second game. He's on, like, turn the second time of five-minute-long turn of I'm doing this and this and this and this. I just turn and look at him and he's catty corn me on the table and I go, why are you playing blue? <laughs> and he looks up. What? No! No, I'm not playing blue. Wh okay, what colors are you playing? Green, white, red. Sure feels like you're playing blue. Is <laughs> This is an insult now. <laughs> Be playing blue has turned into an insult. What have we done to this color? <laughs> well, uh, blue's denial. Yeah, yeah blue is one hundred percent. Blue no. is lockdown, denial, stun. Hell, I saw a shirt marketed the other day because oh, hey, I've been buying some magic stuff online, so all my Amazon stuff uh -huh. is targeting with uh, magic ads. It's just the blue mana symbol and then the word no for a T-shirt. I I saw a similar one that was the word nope. And the O was the blue mana symbol. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to me... It's a meme anymore, basically. To me, that is so toxic. It is. To that color. That their entire thing that they are is denying people the chance to play. Uh, like, okay, even... Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I love the commercial. You can look it up on YouTube. Never Cakes... Explaining Magic the Gathering. It, I'm going to have to look this up after we're done recording. Ne Never Cakes is an animator on YouTube, and I love whoever their narrator is. The voice is sexy to listen to, to my ears at least. And he's fun to listen to, and the animations are stupid. But there are two things that are catchy about it. The narrator is like, you know, play magic, and you have this guy that just pops up on the screen. Magic! Plus, like, a puff of dust, and you have this person. <laughs> That's funny. And the last color they explain is blue, and it's literally, like, troll face with a, with a uh, wizard's hat on, going, no you! <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh... I know your husband has Sentinels of the Multiverse. Yes, it does. The entire collection. Except right. for the cauldron. Uh, yeah, I thought we were trying not to tell him that exists. He doesn't listen to this podcast anyway, so it doesn't okay. matter. 
He okay. thought he thought this was actually like recorded vid cam, like we were vlogging. Oh, good grief! My ugly face on the internet. Yeah, no, same. I don't, I don't, I don't do that to our that. listeners. Uh, why do you think every single icon of me all over the internet is something that I've drawn? Oh, I don't know. My face is out there if you really want it, but uh, yeah, it's not pretty. You you gotta dig for mine, but you need my last name, and you're not getting that. <laughs> but uh, Sentinels of the Multiverse, the video game, has a free version on Steam. Okay. And I think it's Baron Blade, Five Heroes, maybe Voss, and then two environments. Okay. And the two environments are... Uh, Metropolis or whatever the city is that's Mega City or whatever. Okay. And I for some reason the one first environment that comes to my mind, and mind you, I haven't played this, is on like Volcano. Exactly. The other one is the primal, the the primal savage, the Savage World knockoff thing, where it's dinosaurs and volcanoes. And we're Uh, we're talking on the forums. Months ago, when the demo was first, when they put out the demo version for free for everybody, we were talking about, well, what games do you recommend for new players? And everybody said, stay out of Mega City. Why? Well, because the Savage Land world thing has three cards in the entire 15-card environment deck that increase all damage, both for you and against you, by one. Okay, this, so, so it makes you feel bigger, but you don't notice so much that your opponent is bigger because you're both bigger and it averages out. This can get out of control so easier because it speeds up the game. Yes. But it's not bad. And it can also, if you're a new gamer, you're impatient, you don't want that hour and a half long game. But the city has card. Heroes cannot use powers. It has another card. Uh, Heroes cannot play powers. Uh, or cannot play cards. And these two cards, and they only stay out for a turn or whatever, but they're... Everyone agreed. You don't want to introduce somebody to this because it's a big old nope. Yes. So... And the whole point of playing any of these games, let's face it... Is to play. Yes. Is to play to be... I, I, I'm the superhero, I can punch through walls, I can whatever your flavor of game is, because we're all here to have fun, you know? When you're even, let's face it, if you're playing Pathfinder or 5e or whatever your role-playing thing is, if your character gets out of hand or something and the DM one game has to go, and your CC for a round or like cast silent and you know oh yeah puts a bubble of silence out and you're like well what spells don't have a verbal component to them in 5e it's like five or six if that many i haven't gone digging into five and i'm just scratching surface yeah so you know your wizard is standing there like I do something, but I can't get close to it. So either they go outside the bubble, and they're you know at risk of whatever we're protecting you from the sound was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because let's face it, the blathering gibbers, gibbering jabbers, gibbering mouthers. Yeah, them things. <laughs> you know, you don't want to hear them. 
Yeah. No, so, you don't. So I will, you know, up my punchiness, you know, or and our bowman can up his bowmanship. We'll just smack things harder while the wizard for a turn goes, or our sorcerer, you know, whatever magic tosser you are, is going to sit there and go, at least I'm not insane. <laughs> or I'm more insane in some cases. Uh, but if we extrapolate from the whole, stay away from that starting environment because it's got a lot of nope, and nope is no fun. Yeah. Why would we base an entire fifth of Magic the Gathering? Here's my theory on it. I've just div dove back into Magic within the past six months. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. Because the last time that I was playing any sort of uh, card game was Yu-Gi-Oh! Way back when Fusion was a new thing. <laughs> I'm showing my age here, kids. <laughs> but uh, before that, I dipped my toes into magic, and I've dipped my toes into magic every so often, on and off, for the past couple of years, where I'll be at, you know, Target or Walmart and go to the wall of cards and go, I'm going to buy a random pre-made deck and like three packs and when I go and when my husband and I were long distance still I'd come and visit and I'd bring those two decks and we'd open a couple of packs and we'd play a little bit he would trounce my ass because I was dipping toes and that boy is up to his nose yeah basically Mm -hmm. yeah go further in there but uh you know, I'm getting into the game, and I'm loving it because I know that I love this genre of game. Yeah, it, it, it's... I have two complaints about Magic the Gathering as a guy who really... Yu-Gi-Oh! It was my bread and butter for a long time. Mm-hmm. And even way before that, here's going to show you my age, because uh, in middle school you had two or three choices. Okay. There were only there were two popular choices. There were two off the wall choices. Keyblade. Now, <laughs> okay, in, isn't that a new game? Yes. Yeah. I know. In middle school, you had Pokemon Sorry. and Magic: The Gathering. Yeah. And then by high school, you'd had L five R and the uh, Vampire: The Masquerade. Were enough, and there was a Star Wars game that nobody played. But. uh in middle school, to get around a friend's you-can't-play-Magic-the-Gathering-it's-demonic, we played this stupid Bible collectible card game that we would go to the the Bible bookstore and buy the packs there. And it was so stupid. And the worst part was, all the stuff that she didn't want us playing Magic the Gathering for, it has devils and demons. Uh-huh. The stupid Christian game had devils and demons in it. <laughs> you attacked with your Bible heroes, and they defended with their demons, and everybody had their demons and their angels, or their heroes, and you had to go and attack and defend. It was stupid. But that was where I cut my teeth. And then I went into Yu-Gi-Oh! and 
post high school. Can't believe this game actually existed. I'll look it up for you and send you links to the pictures and stuff. Yeah. This is this, if this is one of those things that, you know, if we don't have pictures it never happened. Yeah. I have to remember the name. I think it was recalled redemption. But uh I think with magic when they were building magic, the concepts red burns, green grows, uh white buffs, black kills, and blue, blue counters. Flies too. Yes, it does. But yeah, that's one but of the things I, I, I think it was their original design and that at this point they're afraid to discard tradition. And I think I think that it's kind of outgrown its roots. Uh, but the thing is, uh, all the colors dip into each other a little bit. Yes. The color that is closest to blue, in my opinion, for the no you, is black, to be honest. Yeah, between the you must sacrifice a creature every time, or huh? if my creature dies, it sacrifices, or if your creature attacks me, it sacrifices. Which I have played against black decks that have a very blue feel because mm -hmm. they're making you discard from your hand, they're killing your creatures off the field, and they're essentially playing their deck. They're playing denial. Mm -hmm. While you sit there pulling one card a turn knowing that as soon as it, you know, if you have the mana base to play it even, or if it's even useful to play, say it's an instant that you can't do anything with without a creature on the field. And you're stuck. Yeah, you, you're you stuck, then you're just you're going... You're boxed in the corner saying, okay, your turn. Yep. Uh, okay, your turn. Yep. Okay, your turn. Yeah, and uh, until I hate sun. denial games. You know, at, at which point you're just like, you know what, fine, I scoop. And I hate scooping. I hate because scooping? Sco scooping to me feels like the uh, poor sport answer... Of, I hate I don't scooping. Play with you. I hate scooping because, as a guy who plays the the like ramp up, build up big creatures and beat you to death with them, yeah, it feels like scooping is taking away. I'm going to scoop so that you can't get to have your fun with your big creatures. Yeah, but scooping to a denial deck is like it's what they're going for. Yeah, it's. I, it's like, it's I like hate it. so. Should I even be sitting here or? Can I just put a bobblehead, hit the little sproingy bit next to the deck, and you'll be just fine playing your deck? There was an Is old, this what you want? There was an old Val Kilmer movie called Real Genius. Yeah. When when they're doing the, the montage, and at the beginning of the montage, they're all, all the students are in there taking notes. Yep. Then it gets more and more, There's yeah, all the students are just leaving tape recorders. Yep. And then it comes back that last time, and it's the one kid, the main character, taking notes, and all the... Uh, Every other spot is taken up by a recorder. And on the teacher's desk is a big audio projector. <laughs> yep. That was... <laughs> Can I just set up my auto... It's going to tap your deck when you need to shuffle it. That's all I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, here we are... Uh, 23 minutes in, and we haven't said what we think these decks mean of the players. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been bitching about blue. Can you tell we don't like blue? <laughs> I think everyone has a very strong opinion on blue. If you 
If you are a dedicated blue player, you love blue. Even if you're a dedicated blue player, I bet you don't build a deck that's just revolved around negate no, counterspell. Fuck no you. No one likes that. It's it's like the unwritten rule of EDH where which you know, for anyone who knows, if we're saying EDH or we're saying commander, those are the same formats. It's it's interchangeable. Yes. For us anyway. Yeah, it, it's the same format. Some websites use uh, Commander to discuss the casual games and EDH to describe the more uh, competitive version. See, I if you want to say the uh, more competitive version, just say CEDH. Yeah, there, there you go. And the C kind of blends either. into the E. Anyways, I digress. Let, let's start, say, in rainbow order. So, Red. Red is an aggressive player. Yeah. Red is easily ticked off. I think Red is going to be, I've heard it compared to before as, like, the Red Mage. I've heard, uh, I've heard the, uh, Temper Tantrum. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, we're, we're the being easily, uncharitable. The easily offended, so they're loaded with instants, so they can immediately respond to what you've done. Because if you're going to do that, then fine! You know, lightning bolt! Oh, okay. If we're being uncharitable, we'll say stuff like that. But I also think they're they're an aggressive, a power push, a, 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 a speedy, impulsive go-for-the-throat kind of gameplay. I'm going to speak from my own personal experience of, you know, what I wanted to do getting back into magic was that the one of the colors that I knew I wanted to play with was red. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, this is not to, you know, poo-poo on any red players or anyone who loves red because I love red too. Looks from the outside simpler. It doesn't combo a lot. Yes. It, it does because I mean, it, that's what I was like. I know what red is going to do. Red is I'm going to put some creatures on the you know, some fast creatures down. They're gonna be cheap, but I can make them big and I can hit things. Big you know, that's what I was going for. I was going for Hitting things, I was going for, I know that uh, attacking the hit points is how you win this game. I was mm-hmm. unaware of gaining too many hit points to kill you ever was a way to win. I was unaware of, you know, gathers decking, but it wasn't something that I thought about. Yeah. It was, hit points is how you kill a person. Red is aggressive and goes after the hit points. Let's go for that. That should win. Yes. For it, lack of a it better... It was a, a basic, easy way to understand it, so I asked the people in my shop, I want to play, but I want something that is easy to get into, easy to get, like, me in reading the cards without going, hold on, reading cards for five minutes before making my play, because... They have so many effects on them. I'm trying to understand which one will do what and how it will affect the board. And now I'm going to be an asshole, and I'm going to take this thought on red, mm-hmm. and I'm going to expand it into the uh, rest of our conversation. Because to me, red is barbarians and sorcerers, 
and half orcs. It's aggression. It, it's simple yep. but effective. It's it can it can line. be it can be complicated. It can be a lot more complicated than people assume. Yes. It's got that hidden depth, but it's it's its core is I'm a it's boom. It's, <laughs> yes. Its core is Warhammer 40k orcs. More Daka. <laughs> I was gonna say its core is the Red Hulk. Yeah, it it, it really is. It's an it's an aggressive stance. Yes, and like yeah, yeah you can delve deeper than any of these meetings into any of these colors. But oh, absolutely. you know, I definitely, if anyone uh, remembers the uh, the web comic eight. Bit theater. Theater. Yes. Black Mage. Yep, Black Mage and Fighter. We all know that Fighter would play a mono red deck. Yes. 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 Sword Chucks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he finally made those sword chucks at the end. He's, um uh, yeah, but uh, and this isn't a bad thing. This isn't talking shit about anybody. Sometimes no. You know, um, we joke about these. We say what we don't like playing uh, you know, against, but I have a red black deck that can produce a soft lockdown. I've got a red white deck that can that has two or three uh, big bad uh, burn spells, and then oh. I got a red black white deck that's just a self feeding frenzy. You know. And, well, in Commander, it's an unwritten rule of you don't go after the lands. If you really want to be a dick in red that everyone will hate, red will take out your land. Red, red has surprisingly large amount of board wipes. Yes, it does. Be it land wipes, be it creature wipes. It's and, oh, if... If you are going for the throat, if you are playing competitively and you're not playing any sort of house rules or social nicety rules, you take out someone's land base, they will be pissed. And fucked. Yes. In that order. Yes. And then they'll be shit out of luck. All three. <laughs> <laughs> and it rhymes. You're doing that a lot tonight. I you apologize. I've, I've been teaching my daughter homeschool stuff, so I've been Dr. Seussing it here for a little bit. I mean, you know, do what works. Absolutely. Uh, but, uh... Where do we go next? I was saying Rainbow Order, so do we want to say that white could be, like, yellow? Because it's in the same kind of pale, or do we want to go to green? Well, if we step into green, I know where to take the conversation. Oh, let's go with green. Green, to me, was all about a, like a growth, a kind of patience. Mm -hmm. But they also want to do something more like a dominate the field. I want to win by being the biggest and baddest. It's a machismo. <laughs> right? You're thinking dominate like dominate person, or you're thinking BDSM. Which is making you laugh. Yes. Which is making you laugh? Is it the sex or is it the machismo? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Caliente. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm thinking it's like, this is all I'm going to be able to think of now and whenever I see Grixis. Thank you. He's going to have to be Grixis with a ball gag now. Oh god. <laughs> 
Uh, oh. Oh, wait. But Gr- no, it, it's... Is, is, is it Grixis? It is green, black? I think so. No, um, no, no that's, that's that's like Orzov or, 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 or something. No, like or, Orzov is white, black. Whoever... People out there who have these who are yelling at us. Yeah, they're they're screaming at us right now. For you say you're fans. I've been playing the game pretty much since about a month before lockdown. So fuck off. I haven't played since onslaught. We didn't, as far as I know, we didn't have these names. They're guilds. Hey. Moving on. Uh, so no, but Green is is like, for lack of a better word, it's a bully. It's a big bully fighter. It's, yeah. it's, it's they want to take over by throwing around a big bunch of weight. Um, adding to the analogy here, the it's, biggest of boys. Yeah, it, it's the fighters from D and D. It's I don't know a race that would fit Druid. Green's, uh, fit, come on, uh, yeah, Druid Archer. Because let's face it. You have mainly elves in green, and I think, when I think green, I am thinking of elf token decks, especially since we're talking about a lot. I'm sorry, it's just... It's all my fault. It is. It's it's his fault. Oh, oh no. Yeah, there are some elves in black, but, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But I'm thinking, like, all that foresty stuff, make it bigger, make it grow, make it you know, get more lands because they're making it grow more, so therefore you have a larger land a larger base. Pay, a larger base, which means you can do more things, and then your mm-hmm. creatures get bigger and stronger. So again, to me, it feels like I win by getting bigger and stronger. Yeah. And it's a little bit more complicated than Red's Flash and Burn. And it takes a little bit more patience, but it's just as devastating in front line. So for me, yeah. it's, it's it's like I said, it's the fighter comparison, and the druid's a great spellcaster variant version. Yeah. Because as a uh, druid, you definitely can buff, do the buff shape. The sh- buff the, the shit shape out of my shape. allies, and then wild shape for... <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, 100%. A lot of your artwork on your green is all it's almost all nature based it has big creatures on it I remember when I was first dabbling with magic one of my favorite cards I forget I think it was giant Giant growth was the giant red squirrel sitting there with a guy underneath him the guy's like oh god why is this squirrel so big have you seen the artwork that's got the kitten yes and I want that card I want that card I want that card in foil oh yeah that's a good call yeah um as a green player myself my first big decks was an elf deck from uh, onslaught era uh, we were playing something that's kind of EDH flavored before EDH existed. We were playing six man, going on lunch break and play, busting out the cards, <laughs> free for all with yeah. the standard rules. So I made a sixty card elf deck built around two or three copies of the uh, onslaught elves versus goblins starter decks. Okay. I took apart the elves decks, and so I'd had three copies of Heedless One and three copies of Wellwisher <laughs> and three copies of Timberwatch. Hey, this is this is enough to get me started. Okay, but 
Aside from what class would Green be, what race do you think Green would this be? This is really tough. And um, that's... It's it's not it's not I, as easy to I, I come across. I want to say as yeah, elves. Elves. So we've said that, but uh, beyond that, like I don't know, gnomes. Maybe I, I don't know. I think gnomes. For me, when I think of gnome, I think of gnome tinkers, and that's always blue. And colorless. Um, colorless it's an artifact. This is true. Um, the the color that no one ever thinks of that until they're like, oh wait a minute, that is a whole thing. Colorless. Huh. <laughs> yeah, elves, maybe some of like the, the lesser, for lack of a better word, furry care, uh, races. Yeah. The, the tabaxi, the. Um, the, 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 the turtle. The people, the, the tank, the tangu, uh, the turtle, the turtles. Tur- <laughs> they're not turtles, they're turtles. God damn, that's stupid. Uh, the, the kenku, the. Uh, I'm maybe even going so far as to say the dragonborn. I don't know. I personally associate them with white. See, no, I would say the dragonborn are all colors because what race of dragon are they <laughs> tied to? Yes. Yeah. Because absolutely, your red, your red dragon are fire. Your blue dragon are lightning. Absolutely. Your, you have your silver dragon, which I would say. Your silver or and gold dragon would probably be more your white. Mm-hmm. You know, you do have your black. Okay, here's a All question right. while we're talking about chromatic dragons. Okay. D&D green dragons. All right. Acid spitters. Yeah. Are they green monsters or black monsters? Ooh. I'm trying to think now. Is there a chromatic black dragon? There is a chromatic black dragon. And what is that one? Do? Is it ash? Is it or is it just like fuck you? You're dead. Um, what is? So I want to say like dragon? like there is one black dragon in the entire game, and it's called oh shit, not him. No, there's there's so, there's t- there's a whole race uh, of black dragons, yeah. and I think and I've never run across one in a game. That's why I'm I've, sitting here like, wait a minute. I've used them, but I can't honestly remember. I think they're, I think they're another acidic. Yeah, yeah okay, the, let's reach the, for the bones. The, the internet is our friend here. Let's folks. reach for our bones. Exactly. Black dragon breath weapon is. Air and water actions, multi attack, bite, acid breath. Yep, acid breath. Black dragons are acidic. Okay. I don't think green. green. I'm I'm gonna double check that right now. Yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, now now we're. Green dragon is poison. Okay. But it felt like acid in previous editions or something. You can flavor change for your, what your table needs. Lord knows we do it all the time. Come on. Yeah. Number one rule: if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. Number two rule is change it if it fucks you up. Your if it messes up your vibe. Yeah. Ah. I mean, you acidic slime is 
a green card in magic. Yeah. So you do have the acid and acidic theme in green. So I, I guess it would and, work, but I'm just... And I would say that uh, infect would be your poison. This is true, but you got to admit there's a lot of that... Uh, Infect is mostly in two colors, and what two colors are they? Green and black. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Of course, everyone hates Infect. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It, it's it's cancer. We know this. Green is cancer. Uh, just to be absolutely honest, it's something that grows beyond control <laughs> and then kills you. Then green black is cancer when it's caught too late because (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're bad people. We're going to help, but that's okay. I'll bring the ice water. You bring the electric fan. I'm sure Panda can bring an extension cord. Oh, and just bring Matt to steal Illinois and the, the wrong type of people away from us. I was going to say, Matt's driving the bus. No, 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 no. I called dibs on that. Since when? Like 2002 or so. (laughs) I've made the joke for years that, remember, (laughs) uh, five more souls and I'm driving the bus. And remember, when we get down there, we've got the room in the back in the corner reserved. The one with the chili pepper lights, not the one with the disco balls. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. All right, nice. Didn't know that, <laughs> but I'm down with it. This, this has been the joke forever. Uh. Tasha has uh, helped me grow the joke now, so every now and then she's like, "Are we still in the chili pepper ballroom, or did we uh, switch over to the to the Let's one go. with the pool? We, we are in the pool now. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I wanted the jacuzzi. Uh, it's the one shaped like the martini glass. Yeah, that's in the that's in the left corner. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Yeah, uh, religion is fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. But as we're already on our way there, let's mosey our way into what Black does best. If Black... It, it, what I'm going to say about Blue later, and what we said about Blue earlier, Blue being the color of nope, Black is a color of, for lack of a better word, sacrifice. And I don't just mean sacrificing creatures, I mean like... Well, sac- black is me. black is the the color of choices, and by choices I mean you're going to do a thing, but it has a cost. It really and is, and it's never you know it's yes every card has a co- a cost a mana base your CMC cost, but what black is more of the Oh, this is such a cheap card for two CMC, but... It also costs you two of your life points. Yeah, because remember, your life points are also a resource when it comes to black. I've been playing around with uh, that vampire build with that stupid blood combo. Yep. Right? So, oh... This one causes me a little bit of damage, but when I take damage, you take damage, and when you take damage, I gain health. Yep. And then, ah, oh, what's my defensive spells in that deck? 
Yeah, it's playing white and black, so it's got the little white, you must pay two mana to attack me. Mm-hmm. But it's also got the, if your creature damages me, sacrifice it. Yeah. Death touch. When I sacrifice, you sacrifice. And oh, hey, look, uh, this vampire sacrifices something to give all my other creatures plus one, plus one. So I'm going to sack him to get stronger and make you weaker. See, you know what the weird thing is, though? Uh, because they are opposite, at least diametrically color-wise, but color as in value at this point, because they have no color. I, I could go into an art rant, and I won't. <laughs> I will spare you that. Um, black shares a lot with white, actually, because you actually do have a fair amount of white vampires, too. Mm -hmm. You have white vampires, and, uh, while black has death touch, it also took from white life Life link. link. Mm-hmm. You know, and that everyone when you think of white, you think of life gain. You think of you know the holy cleric bringing everyone up, but you know you have all your a high base of your humans in white. Which what do humans do when they die? Zombies and, and undead and skeletons. Exactly. And Which brings us to the sa- the second part of our of our the way this conversation's been steering. Necromancer. Necromancer. Um, necromancer say, is a type of wizard, and then can be a type of cleric. Yes, it can. Anti paladin. In some versions of D anD D, are a separate thing, and sometimes and some versions of D anD D are just. A flavor version yeah. of the paladin. Um, I just warlock. Yeah, warlock. You know, you one hundred percent think of uh, black as a warlock because I think of the planeswalker Lillian. Yeah, one hundred percent a warlock. I don't care what you say. What's Chandra then? Is she a sorcerer or a warlock to you? Chandra is one hundred percent a sorcerer. Like that's what's the, what's the a, name of the guy who uh he's he started Chase. no 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 he no. started out red and then he came out with green later Krosa uh Karn Con Con? yeah something like Corn. that yeah he has he is so confused it was funny I was talking to him uh about him at the shop one time and someone was saying that he of all the planeswalkers is the most confused because he came out red then went to red black. Then went to red green, then went to just black for a little while, and came back bl- red, but crazy batshit. And then went to straight green, and then yeah, it, it, all over the goddamn place. Like, so, in a way, it's like okay, he's actually more jund, which yeah. is the green black red combination. Mm-hmm. But it. There's, there's one that I'm almost He's all over the place. There's one I'm almost curious about. Um, hmm. So I'm playing a lot of elves, and I haven't played since Onslaught era. Okay, and I'm looking at all the new stuff. And Planewalkers are nifty, and my they uh, are nifty. And it took my husband explaining them to me because I would stare at them and go, 
you have a plus and yeah. a minus and then a big minus and you only have one number in the corner and you look like you should act like a creature. But you don't act like a creature. You don't act like a creature. And he explained it honestly today with a really good analogy. The player, you sitting there with the cards, you're essentially a planeswalker. Yeah. And your hit points are that little number in the bottom corner of the of the planeswalker, and your spells in your hand are the same as the plus and the minuses on their card, and they're essentially companions to you trying to beat up whoever else you're fighting against. I'm like, oh! <laughs> that did click. That clicked really well when I remembered that the first magic uh, instruction books I ever read called uh, you a planeswalker. Really? Yeah. Oh. The player was the I've, planeswalker. I've never read any of that sort of shit. I just buy packs and uh, just yeah. yay, cards. Mm, cardboard crack. <laughs> I, read, I, I read the instructions a couple of times because I'm a nerd. But, uh... No, I, I was the kid that actually, when I wanted to learn Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I, um... Started playing it freshman year in high school, and I'm saying because I think I'm all cool and all that, and I know actually how to play Yu-Gi-Oh versus these little eight-year-olds who are just trying to mimic Yu-Gi-Oh from on the TV screen, and I'm looking at these kids playing magic, you know, in the classroom, you know, for whatever time of day it is, and I'm looking at them thinking of some. Look at those nerds over there playing magic and me going home and researching how to play Yu-Gi-Oh and printing off the rules. Could be worse. Me and uh <laughs> me and a couple friends would play Yu-Gi-Oh so much and <clears throat> in the early days of Yu-Gi-Oh and I'm this is my first year of college. <laughs> All right, my first year of college we would set up two TV uh trays and stand three feet from each other to play Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> because we were having fun. Because we were having fun. That's and it's fantastic. just being a nerd. If you're going to nerd, nerd it up. Yes. Oh, that would have been amazing if you had somehow then got each gotten a projector <laughs> and just printed out, been managed to like print out some of the art onto projector. Just, just, I cast... <laughs> <laughs> those, those new projectors, like my daughter's teachers have, where they're not yes. they're not they're they're uh, projecting what's in front of them, not what's drawn on them, so they can take your cards and throw them on the wall. Oh. Two of those projectors and the and the TV trays, and you set your cards on the oh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> stupid fun nerd stuff. <laughs> One of these days, I'll have one of those gaming tables where the whole thing is a touchpad interactive thing with a display map on it. I, no, I, I can't do that for this one reason. Metal dice? Not metal dice, actually. My husband's greasy freaking hands. Oh, that'll work, too. I, I love him, but he's got some Native American in him. He's got some... He's got some Mexican in him. Even though if you looked at him, you'd just go... Oh, boy, is he Irish. <laughs> he is definitely pale and pasty. But he touches things, and if he ever decided that he wanted to try and steal something, the police would be like, oh, it's that greasy motherfucker again. He leaves <laughs> his fingerprints on everything, even through the gloves. 
How did you do that? Oh, no. I love you. Wash your hands or something. Carry a bottle of Hero with you. <laughs> but we were talking about planeswalkers. Yes, we were. <laughs> My elf deck has three different planeswalkers with the same name. Nissa through different stages yes. of her evolution. Oh, Nissa's amazing. Is that Nissa the same Nissa that has the Nissa that was a green-black elf card back in the Onslaught days? Yes. Because I'm mildly curious, but not enough to look on a Wikipedia. Now, if it has, like, the same base name, like, there are a bunch of different Chandras. Mm-hmm. And Chandra's interesting because you kind of see her grow up through some of the expansions. Well, I don't think that there is really a story to be had in Magic the Gathering. The, they come the, cl- the Planeswalker evolutions come the closest. Yeah, and here's the thing. I think when they originally made this game, like quarter of a century ago, they weren't looking at it and going, we're going to tell a story with this. Yeah. It was, we're making these cards because they look fun, and we're going to see if people will understand our idea and what we think is fun. So, we've done red, green, and black. We have two more colors to get through. I'm going to say we go straight to white because it links up with black real well as an opposite. I agree, and it does save the worst for last. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> so, I'm still salty. We all are. <laughs> We all are. <laughs> when it comes to white, I think of white as similar to green. It is a buff style, yeah. but not like not like buff like a He-Man thing, but like a buffing like well, like a cleric and yes. wow, like oh, you put you bubbled you you gave him two more AC. You gave that person. You know, insight to a thing. You heal the person. You know, because let's face it, we all have heard of white weenies. Mm-hmm. So, and we've all heard that you know, white is life gain. So you know, tying this into the other side of things, which again, this evolved in an entirely different way than I, I thought it would. I don't would. care what white is humans. Yeah. What if you go for a race? White as humans. Yeah, there are vampires and other things and cats. Well, no, no, white as humans. That's their signature thing. But yep. uh, white as humans is the race, and then as classes go, we're all going to agree cleric. cleric really easy. <laughs> but paladin. Cleric and paladin will all agree really easy. But this is the ones I think is going to be kind of catch people off guard. Okay. I think there's an argument that could be made for monks and rogues. I can see Monk. I monk and Rogue have monk. something in common. Now, we could definitely argue but this easier with my multicolor combinations. I, I would say Orzhov, a white-black, would be closer to Rogue. But Monks and Rogues, and possibly even Bards, are Swiss Army Knife characters. Yes. Your rogue is your skill monkey, your bard is your is your magic skill monkey. Okay, then would you say that a bard would more not be just white, but would be white-red, whereas your rogue would be white-black? I don't know about that. Bards don't have a lot of, like, hyper-damage spells. They have a lot of, like, uh... So would you say white-blue? 
I would say either white blue or white green because they buff a lot and they heal and they have have counter spells in the gates. See, I would say like if you made your uh, your bard the uh, the insult bard, Mm -hmm. I'd say white blue. If you were the I'm gonna buff my team, I would definitely agree with you white green. See, so yeah. <laughs> Some of the classes are definitely multicolor. <laughs> yes. But my argument for rogue in monk were the fact that uh they're they're very Swiss army and that has that same feel of looking for the right aura to attach to the right creature, looking for the right enchantment, looking for the yeah. right I think white red would be monk. I could see it. I could see it. Because you have a lot of that, I'm going to jump in there, I need to do my damage quick, but I'm kind of a glass cannon. I don't know. Fifth edition monks are tanky as fuck. Yes, yes they are. But I'm sorry. They, they can be glass cannons. I made, I made an eight if characters. Your a- if your AC is not high enough as a monk, because maybe you did roll well when you were creating your character... That's my argument for Glass Cannon Monk. You didn't roll well. I made eight characters from one to twenty as a party of I know I would never run a team of eight people anymore. Fuck you guys. <laughs> but uh I went from one to twenty and then because fifth edition DMG or D and is a little weird, it's like I don't know what magic gear to give them, so I'm just gonna give them non magic items. Here's the thing, 5th edition D&D is supposed to run actually on minimal magic items. It you're really not, is. You're not supposed to have to buff up with, I have the stick of this, and I have the axe of this, and the ring of that, and you the really circle aren't supposed of X. To. But it's more of, you are a hero. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to be able to pick up a pitchfork and go and do something amazing with it. You don't need the plus three axe of dwarven kind. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. You are a hero. You know how to handle yourself in a situation. So I, I was statting them up, and I and I put on you know plate on the on the fighter and. Uh, I think it was Hyde on the the Barbarian there at the end, and I was looking at them. And the Monk easily had the highest AC out of any of the characters. Yep, and no armor on it whatsoever. no armor on it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only thing, like, my Monk has a 19 AC, and it was built with a uh, 17 stat. But I got a plus two from a pair of bracers. And... I have that. I have my ring, which gives my hits plus one. Everything else, magic item wise, on her is for I want to do something fun. I think the they they are less. I needed a thing, and more of I wanted a thing. I think I took the standard point array. Well, I know I took the standard point away array, and I think at the end I had an AC of twenty or twenty one. Oh, yeah. Off of nothing but feats and attribute bonuses. And that's starting with that 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, 8. Oof. Array. 
And that... I want to know where you put the eight. Uh, for that one, I put it in intelligence. Really? Yeah, he's he's okay. a he's a ditz. He's a he's a compassionate, loving, a good character. But man, is he a ditz? <laughs> and I insightful, intelligent. But he's lived in a temple all his life, and he's just a, he, see. I tossed whining charisma because if you're living. In a temple, the entire time you have a lot of time for book reading, and you I know, thought learning. I thought this one was more of a he. He was you watched Last Airbender, right? Uh, bits and pieces. Uh, Aang as a child in his flashbacks. Yeah, uh, not that he wasn't a child in the series, but yeah. you know, as a younger child in the thing, Egg. where he's like going out and playing with his with the with the other acolytes and having fun. It's uh-huh. like. He he was more interested in going out and having fun than studying. So okay. he's got the charisma, but he's got absolutely no. Yeah, see, mine was more scholarly and book study because she wanted to get into medicine to help people, but therefore had no interaction with anybody except for the couple of times that she would talk to a monk that was willing to talk to her. And so she's cute smart, you wouldn't know it by the fact that she's just like, okay. Yeah. Eh. Cloud cuckoo, cloud cuckoo lander? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Whatever. Um, But white is it's life can, it's white weenies. Um, White can it mm. I want to like white. I really do. But my problem is, white is just doesn't feel interesting. It doesn't have enough going for it. I mean, it has angels in it. I found an angel that shares my last name, and I wanted to build an angel deck. <laughs> and I've got, because the only two decks I had when I came back into this was enough slivers to make a sliver deck <laughs> and an elf deck. Well, I bought cards to get the sliver deck up to speed, so I have tribal support out the ass. So I was like, yeah. okay, I can build tribal decks in anything I want using my artifact base. Yeah. So I it's start building an fun. I start. That's why colorless is a thing. <laughs> I start building an angel deck, and it's like, huh, this is very uninspiring. I've got two. Gorgeous wind conditions in the angel deck. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm done. Screw it. Take it apart. But then I found Edgar Markov, the vampire commander I'm using. Yeah. Red, black, white. Yeah. Red, black, white, and a vampire theme. Now, I've stolen that in, that wind condition from... The angel, the, the angel deck, but is this, is this the deck that you want to have? Um, is it exquisite blood and the sanguine, sanguine bond? bond? Yes, yeah. it's a it's a good combo. It's I've pulled it off against combo. the computer a couple times. It's yeah. it's very nice. Yes, it is. It's hard to argue with, and the price on those cards for a good combo is isn't what, bad. Like, it for, really isn't bad. Forty dollars for two cards. Thirty six, something like that. Yeah, so sanguine, sanguine bond is like 
cheaper than expected. I think it was yeah. three to six bucks. Uh, it's the other one that costs about thirty bucks. And I know why now, having tested it against the computers. <laughs> All right, Sanguine Bond is when uh, when you gain life, or no, when when your opponents lose life, you gain life. Yes. Okay. This is common because oh, you're. Playing you, me, and Matt, and you hit Matt for some damage. Oh, he lost some life. I'm gaining some life. Uh-huh. It's not a big deal. Yep. It's a nice thing. Yeah, it's like there's a, uh, I forgot the name of the card. I own one. It's the Treasure Black Enchantment, and it sits on the field, and whenever a creature dies, whether I killed it or not, I get a treasure token. Yeah. These treasure tokens turn into either a mana base for me, or if I collect ten of them, I win. That's nice. Yeah, that's one of my win cons. That it just sits there, unassumingly. And then, but the exquisite blood one is the expensive one. It's like a thirty-three dollar card right yeah. now. And that's the one that when I gain life, a player takes damage equal to that life gain. Yep. And that's important because with the vampires. Half of them have lifelink, and, oh, look, it's red, black, white, so I can put in a couple clinker fireballs in there. and Uh Uh-huh, and you have even more lifelink with your white cards, which, if you wanted to, you can do lifelink on white tokens. Mm Mm-hmm. And does that get stupid? I have a vampire in there. She's a two-colorless and a white. Yeah. When a non-token vampire attacks, make a 1-1 vampire token white with lifelink. <laughs> and then because it's black, I can sack that vampire to give all my vampires plus one, or sack that vampire to scry one, and because it's black, I sacked a creature, now you have to sack a creature. And- yep, because that's one of the things that black does is everything is a resource. Yes. Everything is a resource. I'm, I'm getting a lot more liking. I, when I was a younger man, I hated black, but I'm getting a lot more respect and enjoyment out of black these days. Yeah. Uh, younger, my two favorite colors, honestly, were uh, red and green. Red and green? Yeah. Jean. Yeah, I agree with you. Right. Mm. Uh, imagine we agree on something. Again. Us? Us never. <laughs> oh. Well, I suppose we should talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, it's blue. Blue, to Stop me... Stop saying no. <laughs> to me, they are a denial color, a denial deck, a denial personality. Yes. They are the embodiment of the controller archetype of player. I win by exerting control. Okay, Blue is the GM that's a dick. Damn, Skippy. (laughs) I was going to say Blue is a wizard because wizards are all about having just the right spell to save or die. But yeah, just like a wizard can ruin your game, a bad GM can ruin your game. So those work really well. (laughs) Let's face it, how many I don't know... How many people listening play Magic the Gathering or, you know, are even familiar with these sort of terms? But the fact that there are blue decks out there, and I'm not saying deck, I'm saying decks, 
plural. Lots of them. That you can sit down to play against, and they start comboing off. And you're now playing their game. You're now sitting there waiting for your next turn, hoping to top deck that card, which will break their combo. But instead, you're just sitting there watching them play their deck. We talked about video earlier. Level limit area B, gravity bind, Mm -hmm. skill drain, lockdown deck. Uh Uh-huh. That is blue in a nutshell. Yeah. They are amazingly hilarious to run against the computer and bust out against your friend once in a blue moon. Yep. They're the deck that you ask, you tell your friend, I want to play this. They're going to look at you. They're going to squint or roll their eyes. Yep. And you're either going to get a begrudging yes, but then like a you owe me lunch now. Or they're going to flat out tell you, no. Uh Uh-uh. I don't feel like playing against that shit. Yeah. Hmm? You know, if if you get known at a shop for being that guy. Because there, and here's the thing, there are ways of playing blue that aren't that guy. Yeah. It's just... Blue has made this reputation for itself of taking really long terms because it's shuffling through its deck looking for the next thing that it needs. You know, instant uh, instant casting no spells at you. Nope. Counterspell, denial, dismissal. Yep. They're all there. Playing flyers. Mm-hmm. You know, red has a chair of flyers, so does black. Everything has a way of... See, blue has angels, red has dragons, black has demons, green has reach. Mm-hmm. Spiders. Yes. And cars and- that just shut down flyers. Yes. You can't attack... You can't be attacked by creatures with flying. But, uh... Everything has a form of flying, but I think most people think of flying in blue decks because... Okay, they have they have birds. I think of they flyers. They have gins. They have uh, dragons. I think of flyers belonging to white, but that's because I played that old Xbox Magic the Gathering game, and white had just all the birds. Birds and angels. But this was that time, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, I'm also a big fan of dragons, so yeah. my mind immediately goes to red dragons, but... If but dragons are in every color. Dragons are in every color, but I think of dragons as a more red than anything else. It, it's a me. It's a me thing. I, I agree know. with you. I I understand <laughs> where you're coming from. But, but yeah, like yes, dragons are in every color, but. How often are you playing a white dragon deck? Not very often. How often are you playing a green dragon deck? Never. How about a black dragon deck? Maybe. They've got a couple good choices. Blue dragon deck? No. Well, blue-red, but it's still red. 
And then a red dragon deck. And then deck. blue-white has a couple good choices. But no, but red, red has lastless the queen most. and all the, yeah, no, red is the way to go. Yeah, if you want to do dragon tribal. I'm running, I'm running Ur, and the He's core. five color. And the core of my dragons comes from red. Yeah. I mean, if you, if I told you my mana base right now, it's like 70% red. Uh-huh. And I'm running five colors. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> almost every dragon that you touch has some kind of red in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But blue, it does a lot more than just tell you no. And when it's not telling you no, it's still being obnoxious because yeah. it's putting out flyers. It's putting out walls. You're talking about my sliver decks. What are okay. my blue slivers? Do you know what the not obnoxious thing that blue does? Merfolk. Yeah. And those can be pretty obnoxious. Yeah, but of the least obnoxious things that Blue does, it's merfolk. And here's the thing. Every color can be obnoxious. Yes. Even colorless. Yes. It's just Blue has made a name for itself in being the most prevalent of one of the most obnoxious things that bothers us, and that's just we're here to play a game. You're telling me I can't play my game. Let me illustrate this point. Huh. Alright. My sliver deck. Yes. I almost know every sliver by heart. Okay. I have four monocolor blue slivers in that deck. Okay. One of them, when I play a sliver, I draw a card. That's not bad, but that's obnoxious. Like, low-key obnoxious. That's like a 5 on the scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. It, I'd put it more at a 3. Okay. Because it's... Alright. But they're, they're going to get... It's it's card draw. It's not the... They're going to get worse. Yeah. Second most obnoxious turns my slivers into flyers. Yeah, now I'm annoyed. That's, that's annoying, right? That's bar for 6. Now here comes number 3. Makes my slivers all shadows. Okay, now you're close, like, eight and a half, nine. Yeah, the next one takes it one step worse. All slivers can only be blocked by slivers. Alright, now you're at twelve. Those are the color, those are the blue monocolor slivers. And now, I have two that are blue-white slivers. Uh-huh. One of them to cast a spell targeting my sliver, you have to pay an extra two mana. That's, again... Oh, yeah! White does that a lot. Taxation. Yes, they do. Low-key annoying, but annoying. So we'll say that's a six. I'd place more of a seven. And then crystalline sliver. All my slivers are hexproof. Mm. Oh, my slivers are designed to go out there and win. They're not to be friendly. All slivers are meant to go out there and be a win. It's just They're annoying as hell. My slivers are annoying. Let's just let me put it this way. I will never go to a game store with my sliver deck and only my sliver deck. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna play your slivers, you're gonna sit down and you're gonna be the guy that goes, Hey guys, gonna play my sliver deck and they're gonna either 
squint their eyes, roll their eyes, tell you, you Fuck won't you. mean lunch now. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. tell you no. <laughs> but they're not as bad as blue, because at least they're... I can lose, trust me, I do it often enough. <laughs> but they're not a lockdown, they're a swarm. <laughs> yeah. I believe that splinters have every keyword in the game except for like two. I don't think that there's a horsemanship splinter. There's no horsemanship sliver that I'm aware of. Is there an infect sliver? Yes, there is. <sighs> Venomous, I think. Venomous or virulent, one or the other. Uh, da, 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 da. But I forget what or other, toxin. <laughs> other keyword that they are missing. Hmm. But yeah, but you hadn't heard, heard that one in a long time there, folks. Horsemanship. Horsemanship. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old school version of Shadow that no one remembers. It's Cavalier. <sighs> the 5th edition Cavalier build did a lot for them, but Pathfinder in 3.5 they were great builds in their time, but the second you went into a dungeon and your horse couldn't fit down the damn hallway, <laughs> they died. Uh, we don't speak of those times. <laughs> yes, we do, because Pathfinder has some interesting stuff. There's a there's a class kineticist that did not get enough love. There's one thirty part one third party company that gave it three support books though, okay. and those are really good. But kineticist is supposed to feel like a bender. Okay. Like an airbender, a firebender, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, this is supposed to feel like a bender. They never quite feel like a bender. But what worked out really well for me is kineticist, monk, uh, elemental fist monk blended worked Ooh. out great. Because the monk, admittedly yeah. a weaker class in 3.5 and 3.75 Pathfinder, whatever the hell you want to call it. Okay. Uh, a, a bit substandard. But flavorful, fun. Oh, fun. I felt yeah. like a firebender. <laughs> yep. We've stated in other of our episodes, a lot of times that's just the point, is have fun with it. I've been playing RPGs, tabletop RPGs, for goddamn almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. You lucky bastard. <laughs> if I'm going to join a table and I don't know how... Well, we're right back to the talking about Magic the Gathering. This is, does a really good job of fitting in. Yeah. One of the reasons I don't like to go to Friday Night Magic is to me they all feel like they have min-maxed the fuck out of their decks. Some of them have. Some of them haven't. I know. We... I don't want to go play with the guys that are hyper character optimization, min max the hell out of, but I can do it in tabletop games. Mm-hmm. I can keep up. Well, hell, of course I can keep up. We were just talking about the pyromancer that has the uh, ability to ignore damage resistance. It's the kind of stupid shit, because I like the janky shit too. We were talking about the the blood and bond combo. Yeah. but. Here's the thing. If I want to go into any D&D, 
and I just want to wreck face, I can, okay, I'm going to roll a wizard, and I'm just going to play a wizard, and I will do save or die, denial. I'll play blue. <laughs> See, if I were going to play 5e and say all I want to do is wreck face, is I'm going to get a human fighter, because mm-hmm. get that extra feet, and I'm going to go crossbow feeding. And I'm going to go if I point That's a at powerful if I point at it, it's dying. If I just want to kill things, but that's what I'm building, and that's a red build. That's a red build where I also have a an enchantment on the field that says whenever I cast a non-creature, you know, something or other, everything's damage is doubled. You know, your spells turn into shotguns, you know, that sort of thing. But when I step up to a D&D table at this point, what class do you think I reach for? <sighs> Rogue or bard? Mm-hmm. Because, Skill monkeys. Yeah. Because I can do enough to feel like I'm making an impact on the game without being ungodly cosmic power. I'm still dancing around between all of the different classes going, what's this one like? What's this one like? What's this one like? So, you know, I got it. If I want to play character optimization, now that's not to say that there aren't builds that I want to fuck with. But I want something that entertains me. I have a rogue uh, cardcaster magus that I've been building for, like, a year in Pathfinder, trying to find the best way to make him effective. Mm-hmm. Because I want to do it, because I think it can be done. Yeah. You ain't Starfire. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, well, like like we were just saying, we're about an hour and 20 minutes into this, which just puts us right about where we usually cut off. So, um, yeah. closing thoughts, magic compared to tabletop RPGs, is a damn good fit. It really is. They have a lot in common. They we come from the same nerd base, and they're owned by the same company at this point. We, it's a lot of Tolkien based. Like that. I don't know if when he was writing those books, he knew what he was doing for a genre for nerds everywhere. I guarantee he didn't, because I went back to try and reread them, and I'm going to get hung at the cross for this one. But for me personally, the books just, in high school and college, they were the end-all, beat-all. But now I go back and read them, and they just feel dry as fuck. Wordiness is a thing. But um, something that I forgot to mention when we were uh, first starting off with what is red, what is this, tieflings. Red, black. Yes. <laughs> Asmar, white. White, red. Because monk. <laughs> Sorry, I. It's, you just it's like my red. Mind. Your red is just one of your colors. I know. It, it has so. A special if place you were a creature in Magic: The Gathering, what, what would I? you be? 
Oh, I have no clue either, so we'll get back to you guys next <laughs> week week with our answers to this. Uh, so next week, I'm going to start the podcast with, um, <laughs> because this, this question is now going to linger in my mind. Thank you for that, Brian. And I think we're going God to, I think we're going to get my wife back next time for talking about easy mode in video games and yes. whether it's, des- and whether or not it deserves to have, to be a thing. Because and I know your husband has complete diametric opposite oh, mindset. Completely opposite. He he doesn't like easy mode, but he also is all games should be grindier. Get good oh, scrub. Yes, he one hundred percent is get good scrub. I love him, but it, that's where he works. Eh, you know, we all have yeah. our flaws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine is loving him. I don't know what I'm doing. So, uh, music is, of course, provided by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com. Faster does it in Darkseeland. And stay safe out there. I know we should still all be under lockdown, so. Yep. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't lick a doorknob, even though I go on rants about it. You can pick your friends. You can pick your nose. Don't pick your friend's nose. Good night, everybody. Thank you.